And welcome to the Purple Pride Podcast, Episode 2, the Mississippi State Preview. This is your host, Austin McCain. I'm talking about Kansas State versus Mississippi State, and hopefully we'll also talk about some other games going on in action also this week. So yeah, let's just jump right into it. I'm really fired up about this game, cannot wait. Um, This game will be at 10 a.m., Mountain Time, that's where I live. So 11 a.m. in Starkville, Mississippi, as Kansas State's going to travel down to Starkville, Mississippi to take on the Mississippi State Bulldogs of the SEC West. So let's just jump right into it. Um, I am very pumped up about this matchup. I think K-State also has a really good chance of possibly pulling this upset off. The Cats are playing really good ball right now on the offensive line, defense line, quarterback, receivers, secondaries, about the only thing maybe that struggled just a little bit, but not really. Um, so, yeah, I really think K-State has a really great chance of also pulling this upset. I think if our offensive line can catch the rhythm that it's been doing in the run game with James Gilbert, Jordan Brown, also with Harry Trotta, then I think K-State can really get something going this game. Um, A big key matchup. So my first big key matchup for this is I really think play K-State ball. You really got to play physical, smash mouth football, show Mississippi State, hey, we're not taking this shit this year. Because if you guys remember the last year's matchup, I know none of you really want to think about that, but K-State got absolutely manhandled it was 31 to 10 in manhattan kansas on harley day they embarrassed us even on espn um k-state just looked absolutely awful i think it was kind of the beginning of the end of bill snyder a little bit because they were coming off that uh real lackluster performance against south dakota um so yeah i I really think that was the beginning then i think a lot of the fans were like oh my god we really suck like they don't even compete um, they're only, I remember that game pretty well. Their only touchdown was a Skyler Thompson touchdown. And I believe they only got that. They, they didn't drive the whole game pretty much. And I believe they only got that cause it was like a short field, but that was an unfortunate game. And hopefully we can change that this year. Um, so just talking about Mississippi state, we'll talk about a little about a Mississippi state Bulldogs. So their quarterback, Tommy Stevens is a is a transfer from Penn State he is a dual threat if you guys uh I did look at a little bit of his tape from um Penn State he didn't play very much again uh because Trace McSorley was their quarterback but uh he did transfer Joe Moorhead I believe recruited him and really loved the guy so once uh Nick Fitzgerald left he transferred down to Mississippi State won that job he is possibly injured, though, so if K-State could also get after him, he is, I, I believe, a dinged right shoulder uh, or left shoulder. I'm not really sure what shoulder. They didn't really specify online when I was researching. But just that's a huge key. If K-State, what I, if I was K-State, what I'd want to do against this guy is really just keep him in the pocket because I noticed he'll try to scramble, get extra yards, uh, Really try to be a dual threat. He hasn't shown much of that actually this year. Uh, just kind of breaking down his tape, he he really hasn't. 
Um, he has thrown the ball very well. They haven't really faced the best competition against Louisiana Lafayette and Southern Miss. Granted, Southern Miss is probably better than uh, Nichols or Bowling Green, who Kansas State has played. So that is an all huge matchup. If you guys didn't know, like I'm, I'm like a lot of K State Nation will know that Isaiah Zuber is on their team. He transferred there. He even promised this week he will tra- talk trash and to his former teammates. Once the guy wants to have a big game, seems like he has a pretty pretty big chip on his shoulder. He technically hasn't really done all that great this year. He so far only has three catches for 37 yards. I believe no touchdowns also. So, I mean, K-State so far hasn't really missed him. Um, but, yeah, he hasn't done too much on Mississippi State yet. I know that he's going to want to try to have a big game. Um so I know either I know Walter Neal is questionable, they were saying. So I don't know if he'll play, but I'm assuming AJ Parker or Walter Neal will be on him. Uh I'm assuming he's their slot guy, is what I would figure. It doesn't seem like he gets too much action, so I doubt he is a uh primary receiver on that team. Their coach is Joe Moorhead. He uh is their second year coach. Last year, I mean you really can't tell how good a coach this guy is still because, I mean, they were stacked and what they go, 8-5. and five. And so the Mississippi State team they lost, K-State lost to was not that good. Um, I know the guys, they've been saying in the media all week, they seem pretty pissed off what happened in Manhattan. Elijah Sullivan saying, claiming it to be, feels like a rivalry game coming into this week. So, I mean, that's great to see the guys really pumped up. They're going to definitely need that. Uh, also, if Tommy Stevens can't play, it is Garrett Schrader is their backup quarterback, it seems like. He did play just very sparingly. I did not watch much of their last game. I just kind of watched some uh, highlights. I watched their first game, kind of br- breaking down the uh, film and all that. Uh, Mississippi State's defense, they did pretty much lose everyone off that amazing defense they had that brought they brought into Manhattan. Uh, but... K-State fans, let's not front. I mean, it's SEC. These boys are going to know how to recruit. They're going to be big. They're going to be smash mouth. Going to try to get after the quarterback. The humongous key matchup in this entire game is football is a simple game. You got to win the line of scrimmage, man. You got to win it if it's K- if you're K-State. If you, what happened last year is you got worked on the offensive line. You got worked on the defensive line. You got to come in, establish a run game. And, I mean, let's be honest, uh, we're not going to have as great chance to run the ball at will. And, holy fuck, if we can, folks, you might be looking at one of the best offensive lines in the nations if we can work this defense line. If if K-State can work this defense line, they should be able to work every defense line in the Big 12. Because, I mean, this should... Man, I can't think of any other elite defensive line they'd be going. I mean, I don't really even think Mississippi State's elite, but like talented. I mean, Oklahoma, Texas, or obvious would probably be their other uh, defensive lines that are tough they'll be facing. I'm still not really, we still don't really know much about Oklahoma, but that's a, we'll worry about that down the road. 
But uh, another key matchup, so my second big key matchup is let Sky Sky it out. I mean, we're going to definitely need Skyler to play just absolutely balls to the wall. Uh, he might need to run a little, get him outside the pocket, maybe even do some QB powers, not to the extent of Bill Snyder, but just uh, throw uh, Mississippi State off. I would definitely add Skyler into the run game, zone reads, um, I think just the run game is absolutely huge. James Gilbert, Jordan Brown. I really, we our receivers got to get open. They've been doing a great job. Malik Knowles is absolutely huge in this game. Um, just cannot specify that enough. Our receivers got to get open. If you remember last year's games or and that they had troubles getting open, um, I, I personally think if you just break down the film, K-State got so stagnant on offense running pretty much the same routes. I think the defensive coordinators on the other teams just picked it up and their uh, routes just became so easy and not complicated. But I really love K-State's offense, just put, putting guys in motions, you and tight end, Jax Deneen, the little stout son bitch himself. Love how he plays the game. Um, Nick Lenners, we I think we got to get the tight end involved because this offense is we haven't used the tight end very much in in a Courtney Messingham offense. Tight ends are critical. They'll block, put them in motion, try to get open. I really just really love what we're doing on offense. Even sometimes going under center, going off play action, uh, like that Skylar Thompson touchdown to Malik Knowles, going off that play action. On fourth down, fucking pump fakes it and bombs it into Malik. That was absolutely gorgeous. Dime. So that is my second big key to the game against Mississippi State. My third key to the game is really the let the hopefully the mob comes back. If K State can get the mob back in this one, if people are confused what I'm saying, the lynch mob, we need them back. Because this game, I think they're going to give up points. They're going to give up yards, but you got to bend, but you can't break. I know K-State fans hate to hear that. Going back to the fucking last 10 years with Bill Snyder's defenses and bending but not break. But I really do think that is a key. We got to bend, but don't break. If they do get to the red zone, we got to stop them for field goals. You got to stop Kylan Hill. It is absolutely critical. Fun fact, actually. Kylan Hill leads the nation in running, so but Kansas State as a whole leads the nation in running. So as a team, Kansas State leads the nation in running. Kylan Hill leads it individually. Um, they 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 really almost in a way play similar kind of offenses. They're kind of a spread run team, is what I picked up. Honestly, just watching some film on Mississippi State. But, uh, I mean, that's I just really feel like that's critical in this matchup. Um, another big matchup is our defensive line's got to get pressure on the quarterback. Wyatt Huber might be out with a concussion, which would be absolutely critical and horrible because we need him. Because I think if they don't, they'll double-team Reggie Walker. And then we'll have some trouble even getting out of the quarterback. Because, I mean, trade Deshaun, he's that nose guard. How much is he going to really get after the quarterback? He does it all right once in a while, but continuously not the best at it. But uh, 
I like the way this defensive line has been playing ball, good rotation so far. Our linebackers uh, really got to just cover their man. Uh, the big matchup, if you guys remember, is when Kylan Hill would get to that second level, we just had no one fast enough to get him last year. I think that's absolutely critical when we get him. You got to track him down, make him not get those yak yards. Those yak yards will absolutely kill us, the yards after contact. What he did last year destroyed us on that. Just an absolutely key point going into this game. So, those are my first three big keys of the game. I'm absolutely ecstatic about this game, like I said. I really think K-State has a good chance to win this game. We're only seven-point underdogs. So, when this line started, we were 9.5 underdogs. And now it's seven. So, those are the big key matchups of the game. When I come back, I'm going to break down a little bit more of this game and take it from there. Thank you for joining the Purple Pride Podcast. Please join the, please spread the word about this podcast. I really love talking about Kansas State. Really want to spread this to the fan base. Um, I'm Once I get a little bit bigger, a little more information, I'm going to try to get some guests on this uh podcast so hopefully i can do that but uh, i will be right back after this break and welcome back everyone this is your host austin mccain you want to find me at twitter i am austin mccain also i have an instagram with the austin mccain you can even snapchat me with the same uh name the austin mccain but welcome back to my podcast the purple pride podcast talking about kansas state sports like I said, we were talking about the big keys matchups going into the game. And now I'm going to give my predictions. And I'm also going to be giving some gambling picks. And just talking about what this could mean as a program for Chris Kleiman. If they could go down to Starkville and win this game. So let's just jump right into it. What this game could mean to Chris Kleiman and his staff is absolutely critical to me, I think. I think this could absolutely jump this season to being like even like a 2011 season. I don't think it could be like a 2012 season, obviously. I don't think we're that good to even maybe go like 10-0 and or whatnot. But for Kansas State, for a guy that's I've loved this program my whole life, It would mean the absolute world if they could finally beat a damn SEC team. We've struggled against Auburn. We've struggled against Arkansas in bowl games. And we've lost to Mississippi State last year. But what this could mean to this program is huge. It could boost recruiting, give even more confidence to these players with Chris Kleiman and their coach, thinking – Holy shit, this guy knows how to coach. Because, I mean, so far, this dude is an absolutely amazing job. The energy, the way they have played is just... I mean, if K-State 20 last year played this team this year, I think they would win by maybe three scores right now. The way Skyler's ripping it downfield, the Lions are playing, I'm just absolutely loving it. And just just the way K-State's been blocking, if you guys really just break down the offensive line, the way they're just getting after it uh, on the line. They're just working them. So, I mean, it's just a beautiful sight to see. We'll hopefully – they've been very vanilla on defense because they haven't really need to be. So, we'll see what Scotty Hazleton dials up with, like, schemes and matchups and blitzes. 
Um, K-State's been running, I've noticed, a 4-2-5, and then they'll even put in that 4-3 once in a while. Um, just the way the Big 12 is, I think you kind of have to play that 4-2-5. I think they'll just play with those two linebackers. Cody Fletcher will be back. But um, I believe he's just the backup to, I believe it's Sullivan. But we do play 4-3. They'll probably throw Daniel Green in there. Dude balled out last week, so that would be pretty great to see. Sorry, I was getting a drink of water, buddy. Um, so, yeah, let's just go right down to it. Let's make the prediction. Um, so we're going to start out with other predictions. Like I said, hashtag spread the pride. We'll start out with some other games going on in the Big 12 and around the country. Iowa State versus Iowa. Can we just say the fucking fact? Why the hell did Iowa State get damn game day? Uh God, I cannot stand Iowa State. Iowa State, think about think about this. Just think about what they did. They got game day. They almost lose to Northern Iowa. An RA team. Probably not as good as Nichols. They almost lose that. Probably should have lost that. They won eight games the last two years. I'm pretty sure the highest they've been ranked is like 15th with Matt Campbell in like 2017, and then they lost. They haven't done shit. They went to the Alma Bowl. That's it. They went to the Alma Bowl and the Liberty Bowl. And that, people were acting like, my God, Iowa State, what a program now. That being said, I unfortunately will be cheering for them this week. I do think they get the W against Iowa. Iowa, is, I believe, is three-point favorites. I think the energy in Ames is too much to overcome. I think they'll win on like a field last-second field goal, we'll say 28 31 Iowa State. Oklahoma UCLA. Oklahoma will absolutely destroy UCLA. UCLA is a horrible football team. I'm going to say 56 10 Sooners put it in the bank in Vegas. Oklahoma State goes to Tulsa. Uh, hmm. That's an easy one as well, everybody. <laughs> Uh, we're going to go Oklahoma State 38, Tulsa 17. Kansas versus Bowling Green. Uh, I mean, I'm Bowling Green. What the hell am I just talk, talking about? Kansas versus Boston College. They go to uh, Boston College on Friday night on the ACC Network. Kansas will get fucked up. Kansas will win that. We'll lose that game. We'll say... 27 to 3. They'll have an okay defensive performance. Um and then let's see what else are some good games. Fuck. Well, those are my Big 12 gambling picks. I really can't think of any other games right now. Um let me think here. I should uh, I I really should have wrote those down. Now looking back at it. Things to improve for next week. All right, so let's just get down to it. Kansas State versus Mississippi State. I have Kansas State 29 or 28, Mississippi State 
unfortunately, 31. I unfortunately think this will be a close loss for the Cats. I just uh, I just have a hard time thinking they're going to win this game. We've struggled on the road. We've struggled with non-conference opponents. I believe we actually have not won against a Power 5 non-con, non-con team since Miami 2011. Um, kind of the same situation going into it, I would say. I mean, K-State, I believe, was 2-0 going in that game. They didn't look as great as this team did so far. But, yeah, I mean, that's just a big... Matchup right there is if, like I was going, like I was saying in the three big matchup keys, I really think K-State's offensive line is the key and the defensive line. Football is a simple game. You win the off, you win the line of scrimmage, you're most likely going to win the game. We got to stop Kylan Hill. I do think they will to extend. He'll only get like 100 yards, not like 200 yards and average 12.5 yards a carry like last year. I think Skyler will have a good game. I'm going to say Mississippi State scores maybe like a late touchdown to win this game, unfortunately. But I have the Cats losing. I really hope I'm wrong. Uh, really do, because I think this game would just absolutely catapult our season into great heights, maybe even finishing like third in the Big 12. I hope I'm wrong. Um, but that is my pick, 31-28 Mississippi State. That being said, that is the episode. this is the episode for the week. Kansas State versus Mississippi State. Please spread the word. I would love to talk about Kansas State even more to extend. Try to get guests on here. Um, and just hashtag spread the pie, pride. I am your host, Austin McCain. This is a Purple Pride podcast. You guys have a great week. Go Cats. Let's get this dub in Starkville.